Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome back to the Super Sleuth Saturday Story Club. This week, it's the three little pigs. This is a story about three brothers. Banker Pig, Vintage Pig and Eco Pig. Each pig had built himself a house in his own style and life was going wonderfully. Banker Pig was raking in the cash, Vintage Pig was building up a marvellous collection of antiques and Eco Pig had just been crowned local composting champion. One sunny morning, the three little pigs had gathered for breakfast at the eldest brother's house. Banker Pig's home was a perfectly put-together glass cube with shiny concrete floors, underfloor heating included, of course. No one likes cold trotters. As the younger brothers arrived, a delicious smell was wafting from the stainless steel kitchen. What are you cooking? asked Eco Pig, pausing on the threshold to sniff. Bacon and eggs, Banker Pig replied cheerfully. There was a pause. Bacon and eggs, repeated Eco Pig. Yes, replied Banker Pig, flipping some bacon in the air with a wink and nearly managing to drop it on the polished floor. Idiot. But you're a pig, said Eco Pig, frowning. And? So eating bacon is like being a cannibal, eating your own flesh. Well, yes, but it does taste delicious, Banker Pig reasoned. Eco Pig thought about this for a while, then looked at Vintage Pig, who shrugged. Fair enough, Eco Pig said. And without further ado, all three sat at the table and wolfed down this delicious breakfast, which was quite appropriate, because at that very moment, the wolf arrived. Well, hello there, little piggies, came a low drawl from the open window, and she fluttered a perfectly manicured paw at the pigs, who were busy pigging out, as pigs do. The flash of her scarlet-painted paws caught the light, and they seemed even sharper and longer than usual. Banker Pig paused, a forkful of food halfway to his lips. Uh-oh, Eco Pig mumbled through a mouth stuffed with buttery eggs. Not interested, he shouted. Bye! The she-wolf narrowed her eyes. Yes, I'm a wolf, but no predator, can't you see? I'm just really sad and lonely. Poor old me. I may huff and puff, but what I really, really need is a friend. Not my dinner. Little pigs, oh, take heed! The pigs listened in horror and leapt to their feet, crying, No, no, sneaky she-wolf, we know your game. You're a hungry carnivore who knows no shame. We won't let you in, huff and puff as you might. You'll have to find some other bacon to eat tonight. The wolf's smiling crimson mouth became a gaping hole, lined with razor-sharp teeth, as she screamed, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. The pigs squealed in fear as the glass and concrete of Banker Pig's pride and joy shattered around them. They ran, little tails bobbing in the wind, pursued by the howling wolf, all the way to Vintage Pig's listed Tudor cottage around the corner. Panting, Vintage Pig slammed the studded medieval-style door shut behind them. He was very proud of his front door. He thought it was rather Game of Thrones-ish. I don't believe it! blustered Banker Pig. Did you see what she did to my house? Well, at least she didn't catch us, said Eco Pig philosophically. That's true, agreed Vintage Pig, peeking out from between his newly acquired Victoriana velvet curtains. 
And I don't believe a word of that nonsense. She's lonely and doesn't want to eat us for dinner. Yeah, right. Hi, boys, came a low drawl from the open window. The three pigs stared at each other in wide-eyed terror. Why the rush? The wolf continued smoothly. We didn't even swap Snapchat details. She's back, hissed Banker Pig, trying to stop himself from shaking. Yet yeah, ten points for your observational skills, remarked Eco Pig, rolling his eyes. What shall we do? cried Vintage Pig, wringing his trotters. Go away, cried Banker Pig, trying to give his voice a tone of authority and confidence. But he just sounded like a scaredy pig, which, of course, he was. The she-wolf blew on her crimson nails, grinned wolfishly. Well, she would, and narrowed her eyes. Yes, I'm a wolf, but no predator, can't you see? I'm just really sad and lonely, poor old me. I may huff and puff, but what I really, really need is a friend, not my dinner. Little pigs, oh, take heed. The pigs listened in horror and leapt to their feet, crying, No, no, sneaky she-wolf, we know your game. You're a hungry carnivore who knows no shame. We won't let you in, huff and puff as you might. You'll have to find some other bacon to eat tonight. The wolf's smiling crimson mouth became a gaping hole lined with razor-sharp teeth as she screamed, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. The pig squealed in fear as the flowery William Morris wallpaper and chintz granny-style tablecloths ripped themselves into strips and flew around them. The ancient walls crumbled as the wolf's temper unleashed itself and the little pigs ran, tails bobbing in the wind, pursued by the howling wolf all the way to Eco Pig's eco-friendly earth lodge around the corner. As they arrived, panting, Banker Pig and Vintage Pig gazed round at their brother's pad in astonishment. They were half submerged into the side of a hill, and the roof was made up entirely of panels which hummed. Like what you've done with the place, Vintage Pig said, whistling in appreciation. Thanks, replied Eco Pig. Solar panels, water from a natural spring, the works... And I just love the aura I've created in here. Really zen and feng shui, isn't it? Yeah, mm, Banker Pig replied, trying not to wrinkle his nose up at the smell of compost coming from somewhere. He didn't really know what being zen meant, but he played along anyway. Yeah, Vintage Pig agreed. You've really got the zing and zang balance right here. Eco Pig gave him a withering look. Yin and yang, idiot, he retorted. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, replied Vintage Pig, nodding vigorously. Well, at least you've still got a house, he muttered. No need to be such a pig about it. Suddenly, ha, boys, came a low drawl from the open window. I don't believe this, fumed Banker Pig. Leave us alone, he yelled. Or, or we'll, we'll, he tailed off mid-bluster. Or what, sugar plum? asked the wolf sweetly, licking her lips at the thought of those juicy joints of meat just waiting to be devoured. Oh, oh, we'll set Little Red Riding Hood on you, cried Vintage Pig desperately. The she-wolf positively purred with laughter. Then she narrowed her wolfish eyes. 
Yes, I'm a wolf, but no predator, can't you see? I'm just really sad and lonely. Poor old me. I may huff and puff, but what I really, really need is a friend. Not my dinner. Little pigs, oh, take heed. The pigs listened in horror again and leapt to their feet, crying, No, no, sneaky she-wolf, we know your game. You're a hungry carnivore who knows no shame. We won't let you in, huff and puff as you might. You'll have to find some other bacon to eat tonight. The wolf's smiling crimson mouth became a gaping hole lined with razor-sharp teeth as she screamed, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house in. But try as she might, she could not blow the eco-lodge down. It had been built to be such a part of Mother Nature and the earth around it that it was, quite simply, indestructible. Wheezing and coughing, cursing and crying, the she-wolf limped away, never to return. And the three little pigs all lived there still, happy and content, in eco-pigs' eco-friendly earth lodge, growing their own vegetables and laughing at the memory of a she-wolf they used to know. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Saturday for Perseus and Medusa. See you next time. (laughs) 